Last time on Good Neighbors. Our heroes travel to a remote cabin set up by Dale's extended family, where they learn that his brother, Mark, has survived a mystic illness. By good fortune, Dale contacts his enigmatic sister, Brittany, who provides a series of warnings and requests, asking Dale to find Mark with a strange group called the Grove. Before they can leave, another figure who introduces themselves as an auditor with the IRS holds up the gang to question Quincy. A not-so-private meeting reveals that the auditor knew Quincy from the lands of the Fae and offers to help Quincy return in exchange for the snow globe that once belonged to Brittany, to which Quincy agrees. When they part, Dale draws his firearm. You didn't give it to her, wreck you? I did. Hugh, that wasn't yours to give. What the fuck do you think you're doing giving my sister shit away to some person we just met two seconds ago? Well, it sounded like this mystery figure had quite the history with our dear friend Quincy. Dale, I can understand that you are upset, uh, and I empathize with your feelings. I do. But uh, I'm going to need you to trust that I have the vision to see us through to the end. Why the fuck would I do that right now? Because I don't know, I've been trusting all of y'all this entire time, and it's starting to think that you, it's starting to make me feel like y'all are taking that for granted. You gotta know that my trust is an active choice and not something that I give freely. Where's this home you're trying to get back to? Why you want to get back there so bad? Hmm? I see that you feel I have misled you. And uh, I assure you that that is not the case. I have not misled you. I, I may have kept certain aspects of where I'm from uh, under wraps, as it were. But that was merely because the truth is so sensational. I felt if I were to open with that, you would simply not believe it. Q? About 20 minutes ago, my sister told me to protect that orb, and then you gave it away within two minutes of conversation. You better start explaining to me why it is that I shouldn't drive off and go shoot that car down and get it back myself right now. Because we're about to go to Tennessee, and that car's getting farther away by the second. Well, it's a bit of a long story, but uh, I... Short version. I, I'm... I was born in 1848 on the Mississippi River. And uh, as much as I loved my home on said river, uh, a big personality, small town, 
traveled a lot. Fell asleep in a field, woke up in another place. Lived there for a very long time until waking up here as if no time had passed. But a lot of time had passed. That's the short version. You're trying to get back to this timeless place? In essence, yes. Okay. I can understand that. But what I don't understand is where you feel you got the right to give away something that wasn't yours to give. Well, I believe that, one, I will be able to get it back. And two, if everything goes according to plan, the orb, the snow globe, will not be missed amongst you or your family's belongings. Quincy, do you know what the snow globe is? I have suspicions. What are those suspicions? Uh, They're whatever Lee told me about it, uh, which I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Solely that... uh, you get the sensation when you have those things together of like movement uh, and uh, 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 like a sailing breeze, distance. Uh, like in some way, there is a connection between here and there, but the orb stops it. <sighs> All right. Look. What's done is done. I know that you're walking on thin ice right now. Because it sure feels a whole lot like you're putting your own interests above the interests of everyone else here. So, I say we go right now to the Grove and try to deal with the threat that's imminent. But, let's hope that you didn't just squander away our only bargaining chip to defeat the thing that my sister was fighting in that theme park. Dale... Lucas, Whistler, I like the three of you very much. I believe that our goals are aligned. I believe that if we all have the constitution to do what is required of us, that we can make a difference here. But if this is where we part ways, if I've broken your trust then by all means, this is where we separate. Question. And I will miss you dearly. Yes, Lucas. What if that's the thing that Dale's sister was fighting? Uh, it's not. Okay. You seem mighty certain. Is there something... You know? I, I know her. What is she? Not who. What? 
when I met her, she was a person like me. But now she is still a person, but more. I appreciate you being so upfront with us now that it's become no longer convenient to not be. Can we expect this same transparency going forward? Because I need to know that I can trust you if we do keep hunting together. Dale, again, I, I have been upfront about all of my motivations. I have been upfront with everything about me. I left out hmm. certain details that I'm uh, 90 or God, uh, well over a hundred years old. But, Another word for that is not being up front. But Dale, if I had, if I had come to you and said, hello, my name is Quincy. I was born on the Mississippi river in 1948. Would you have, would you have believed me? Would we, would we have formed the bonds we have? Hell yeah. I, that shit sounds <laughs> rad as hell. Ah. Get on like get on like a like a raft and like go down the Mississippi like on a like a bunch of logs tied together. What was as, it like? As someone who has committed the same sin, dear Quincy, it is technically a lie of omission. But uh unless anyone is to draw blades or do anything particularly rash, I think that we should start trying to cross Kentucky as quickly as we can. I agree. Yeah, let, let's get going. And let me just say, shame, shame for keeping secrets. You, you guys should tell me all of your secrets. Oh, Lucas, I would never want to do that to you. <laughs> We should go. All right, let's hop in the our three cars now because they're taking that that little junker outside. To clarify, if you recall, there was a Christmas like <laughs> mechanic where you roll a D one hundred when you killed the goblin, and uh, mostly people got guns because that's actually most of the inventory list of monsters of the week. So we're just having to roll the car. <laughs> I was really hoping for a gun, but I guess a car is just like a, a, a gun with one bullet and you're it. The only thing better than having another car is having an expendable car. Yeah. Um, so, like, I don't know. I'm excited to destroy it. Yeah. Really, really, a, a car is like a gun, except more regulated. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we are going to ignore those regulations. Hop on in there, Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> Give it a drive. It, uh, problem. What? I, mm. what? I can't drive stick. <laughs> what an unnecessary challenge to put in front of us. <laughs> I did not establish that at all. all right. I love it. We'll, we'll hook it yeah. up to the hitch. We'll hook it up to the hitch in the back I'll, of the, the van. We'll I'll teach you drive, I can drive the car, but you have to sit inside of the car. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> While I'm driving, I'm going to teach you how to... You know what? I actually don't know how to drive it like a person does either. So. <laughs> Yeah, is it like <laughs> running for you, Dash? I mean, Whistler. 
Yeah. It's hard to describe. But it's like in the Flintstones when you sort of kick your feet. <laughs> it's, <not> <laughs> it's a living. Uh... <laughs> and I'm a ghost. And I'm a ghost. All right, Jesus Christ. Uh, Let's hit the road. Guys, yeah, you guys get in the cars and uh, start your your journey. I've been very tickled by the fact that there is a real-life cult in Tennessee that is called the Garden. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, there's like a lot of cults in this region for some reason. It's because the land is cheap, so you can just buy a big old swath of land and that makes start sense. Building. To me. Yeah, it's like yeah. Tornado Alley for religious extremism. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, the hours ahead of you are uh, long and tense. I imagine as dishonesty has sown some not-so-great emotions amongst you. Is there any, uh, like, big things or, or, or ideas that you try to get across to one another on the road, or is there any uh, things you try to reach out to other people for support? Uh, maybe not each other, but maybe, like, an ally outside? If not, that's fine. I'm curious, because yeah. uh, this is a long trip. If nothing happens, that's totally fine. Uh, but, man, it's a long trip of tension. The only thing I can think of is that I think Whistler communicates to Lucas uh, that I I assume that every powerful person keeps secrets, and I don't begrudge you for having them, but I have this feeling that if you don't make your secrets known to Dale soon, he's going to lose his motherfucking mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I know, I know, but I'm I'm really waiting for like a dramatic moment. <laughs> That's an interesting thing to prioritize over his mental health. But but as an artist, I respect it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, everyone is out of their mind. Also, uh, I'll be I'll be completely honest. If I if I explain my secrets to any of you guys, I'm not fully certain you guys would get it. <laughs> yeah. We have a ghost, uh, sort of a Rick Van Winkle, a ghost hunter. You're not gonna get it. <laughs> uh, it's great. Um, yeah, I, think, I love uh, that in uh, campaign one, we were like, okay, we're in one place, we're kind of more grounded characters. Yeah, we we struggle with these supernatural things, but we try to you know keep keep it keep it st stable and steady. Yeah. And can't be too, and we're like, and we're not going to do that anymore. <laughs> it's time to get weird with it for sure. Really, yeah, like that yeah. lobster boil. Like, uh, like if I if I explain to you that uh, I I go into concealed chat rooms where no one's able to recognize who I am. And I pirate people's information and sell it for, uh, you know, like, what does that mean to you? I, I understand that uh, some of my parlance is somewhat outdated, but I do regularly inhabit computers. So uh, Fair I, point. You know I, what? Fair point. I 
understand a fair bit of it. Where you start to lose me is whenever you try to explain Bitcoin. I just don't think it's okay. So Bit Bitcoin's a fucking. I don't understand waste. how it can be non fungible. I just don't care. Neither neither do I. Neither do I. It is it is <laughs> dumb. NFTs are the only thing dumber than it. And for some reason, everybody who deals in magic deals with something called cryptid currency, which is a joke about Bitcoin. <laughs> love- Good. Yeah. Good Neighbors is officially pro-funging. I love that Lucas is like, I might be a little bastard. You guys won't understand, but I will never touch Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I draw the line. I go in chat rooms where people talk about killing each other. That that's fine. <laughs> Do not touch me with NFTs. That's eighty percent of chat room. The but, the yeah. only reason that I ever touch like bitcoins and NFTs is to steal them from other people and sell them. But you have nothing to sell. Uh, I think that- <laughs> I, I agree. <laughs> I agree. It's dumb. Uh, yeah. uh, I would like to. Does this car have Bluetooth at all? Sure. Uh, oh, right. That's a good point. No. Yeah, no. It has like a fucking eight track. Ah, fuck it. I put my phone on speakerphone and called Dale. Uh, Dale can't speak in. Hey, Dale. <laughs> I blackmail people. Oh. Um. Hi, Lucas. <laughs> For, um. <laughs> Thank you. Like I'm just sorry. That was just a whole lot uh, all at once. <laughs> um, yeah, cool. Uh, thank, thank you for telling me in like a spooky way, or just like a normal, uh, most mostly in a spooky way. Okay, but also the normal way where I like look up their bank account information or pictures of them cheating and. Yeah, I figured I should tell you because uh, Whistler's worried about your mental health with all the secrets. Oh, that's that's so kind of y'all. Um, <laughs> that's so kind of you to tell me about your crime. <laughs> <laughs> Look, um, so if that's how you like make your money, can I ask you one question? Sure. Why did you give us the file on Keanu? instead of using it to do what you do. I think uh, Lucas turns beet red when you say that. Ah, uh, I'm getting static. The reception's bed click. Oh. I, I think... <laughs> uh, yeah, that's great. I think at the get next gas stop, uh, Dale's gonna buy like a really large coffee and hand it to Q as a little bit of a peace offering. Q is going to uh, hand you a uh, cassette tape for for the road, you know. Thank you. I want you to know I, I do trust you. I strive. To be worthy of your trust. And Quincy puts their hand on your shoulder and looks you in the eyes and says, I truly value it. And I'm sorry if 
my actions gave you any cause to doubt my intentions. Well, now you know. And uh, we'll just see how things go going forward. But happy to fight with you. Let's go find my brother. Thank you for this unreasonably large cup of coffee. <laughs> yeah, it turns out if you bring your own cup in, they don't measure it if it looks kind of like a disposable one. You get back in the car a little less tense and, and a little more honest, uh, maybe. And uh, Do you listen to the cassette, Dale? Absolutely. Plugging that thing in. It is uh, Quincy. Uh, singing and playing. The first song is uh, Country Roads. Aww. In the time going to just heard. <laughs> Listen on repeat the whole drive. It's great. Yeah. You guys uh, hit the road again. You know, you pass by, like, you know, the major cities in Tennessee. Uh, you pass by uh, great ridges and valleys until you hit this uh, the end of this paved road here. The array of branches and ivy and flowers and the sign that says the grove. And then a dirt road beyond it. There's no one, like, manning it. As we, I'm assuming, get out of our cars and, like, stash them, uh, Quincy is going to be checking their revolver and uh, getting their cane out. And, uh, Dale, a uh, uh, question. Um, if these brochures are accurate, it seems that we could be dealing with uh, non-supernatural entities here, you know, people. Uh, what is what is the Grey Watch's policy on permanently exposed <laughs> dispatching of uh, nefarious characters? Oh, um... Hmm. G- generally speaking, our, like, whole point is to stop people from dying. Sure, yes, that is a um, noble purpose. It's not unheard of that hunters in the Grave Watch may be pushed to such matters, but it truly, is, man is the greatest of monsters. Uh, you know, if you really think about it, it is something that, for if morals are not a good argument for you, consider the mountain of paperwork that I will have to do. Where your name will come up. Oh, I, I don't want to murder people, Dale. Uh, I Truly, I don't. I'm just... Right. You know, I'm just saying. Like an evil, this is right. like an evil cult situation. Right, right, know? right. I, I'm just saying. Apocalypse. Yeah, in that moment, in that moment when your trigger finger is itching, just remember how much the Grave Watch is going to want to know about that kind of a situation. You know, if, if they were, like, using dark forces to, like, spy on... And infiltrate people's lives and then force them to act out of character, you know, if they were manipulating people through I, supernatural I get, means, you know, you might want to have to deal with that. I, I get you, Quincy. I, I get I get the hypothetical. 
if you feel the need to kill a human being, I would advise you to use restraint. Okay. If if at all possible. We're, but we're, we're, I, I, we're in playing such a situation. Football. I got it. Not full tackle. Yeah. Black football. Yeah. If a tackle happens, you know, in the heat of the moment, you, you know, make sure it's worth it. Off That's all. The game, but you know, we're aiming for flags. Yeah, yeah. I would say in general, in this Lucas, game of you... flag football, let's try to keep no guns involved in the football part. Lucas, do you have any moral compunctions about you know the potential need to murder people? I'm assuming Whistler doesn't. Whistler, you're. That's an interesting assumption to make about a person. <laughs> okay. Uh, three things. First, I think that's technically racist. Huh. Well, I just assumed that you had a more enlightened view of death. That's not... Don't try to... I don't think I want to be part of this. It's not that hard okay. to just incapacitate people. Human oh, bodies are extremely fragile. It really shouldn't have to come to that. Second, if it comes down to killing people, I won't do it myself. I'll get something else to do it for me. It's uh, actually third, alarming me how much time we're spending trying <laughs> to justify murder. Third, Lucas uses drone strikes. The <laughs> <laughs> real American. Third off, Quincy, uh, the whole blackmailing thing that's I, I should probably tell you that, too. That's kind of my whole M.O. is, like, blackmailing people and getting them to do my bidding. It, it's something that I value in you, young Lucas. <laughs> I, I admire your ambition. Uh, oh, and I feel like I need to stress, again, I don't want to kill anyone. I, I, I genuinely don't want to kill anyone. I don't I don't like doing that. It, I, in fact, you know, when you we don't were like by those I did everything I could to not hurt anyone. I don't want to hurt anyone. I was just asking, you know, if we're going into a situation where it might have to happen. Yeah, yeah like whatever. Yeah, yeah. Death cult of wizards or something. Yeah. I just wanted to check the pulse of the group and see how the group felt. Yeah. I'm no, not I... trying to sway the group into murdering all of these poor cultists. <laughs> That's not something I want to do. I do not want to do that. I cannot stress enough how much I don't just want to murder all these people. We haven't moved five feet past the sign. So let's 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 sort of approach that as it as it comes to us. Okay. Hmm? Yeah. Alright. I love this communication caution. that's going on though. I really I gotta say I feel so not close to you guys. I, I just I, I, I'm really excited to see what's going on here. Oh, my God. oh. Okay. <laughs> you it sounds like you're walking the dirt road instead of driving on it. I would yeah. like to keep the Grave Watch van. Is there is there a reason we would ditch the the cars? We know that let's, there's cars let's inside, ditch right? The extra cars and gotcha. just take one car in. Yeah, I feel like yeah, I feel sense. like if we're leaving in a hurry, trying to be like, oh, everyone, you know, you get in that car, I'm getting, you know, it's messy then. Can Dale right. maybe drop like a camera from the surveillance gear by the spare cars just so they can keep an eye on it from? That seems fine. All right. Pretty simple. Let's, let's head on in. Finally at the mystery location an hour and 40 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I dropped like five bombs in the beginning yeah. of the game. So it makes sense that it took this long. To, to be fair, a lot of our interludes have been like solo interludes. So this was a, a nice uh, I yeah. guess, couple of episodes of us being able to interact. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Christ. Uh, yeah. You uh, uh, start down the road. Uh, you pass acres of green fields cradled by long ridges coated in trees. In the distance, you see dozens of tents, yurts, cabins, and various wooden furniture. Uh, you also see like a dirt lot uh, where there are plenty of cars and trucks and things and like tools and what have you. Uh, and beyond all of the tents, uh, you see this grand weeping willow. This thing is not really tall. Like it's not something you would see at a distance. It's really wide. Like, it has its its uh, branches and then leaves hanging down over a, a fair swath of this place. It's not so large that it would, like, like, a satellite would be like, oh, shit, that seems wrong. But, like, large enough that, like, it's clearly the centerpiece of this community. Uh, and it's decorated, for sure. You see, like, fairy lights and, 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 and uh, you know, tinsel and, and what have you all around it to make it look a little bit prettier. Uh and uh, when you, as you start pulling up, there's nowhere to like drive beyond the lot. You would have to start driving on the grass. Um, so, do you guys keep do that, or do you pull into the lot? Yeah, we could probably pull into the lot for now. Yeah, I don't want to be does rude. It, does the lot feel kind of like really f far away from everything else, or does it feel like we could get back to the? No, it, it's convenient. Um, there's like a, it's just on the edge of the whole kind of camp they have set up, right? Like it's not it's not in the middle or anything. And you arrive. And when you do, you feel this like soft sense of welcome. Though you've talked about like all the prospect of killing people here, you can almost feel that 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 concern wash away from you. And as you get out of your cars, we see Dozens and dozens of people emerge from their tents. They're not like dressed in robes or anything. They're dressed in like normal, comfortable clothes. Uh, it's a little bit, you know, they, they lean towards the baggier side. Um, they all have their hair done up with flowers and they do a lot of makeup, but in like more, more sillier ways. Like they do like weird, uh, like winged tips. Uh, they uh, sometimes make their face look really round or really pointy. They, they just kind of have fun with it, and they're clearly enjoying themselves. And they all seem excited to see new people arrive. And as they have emerged, and they are all coming to meet you, you guys do anything? How do you, how do you, how do you meet them? I think that, I mean, Whistler is sort of just nestled in uh, Dale's phone, so it's sure. largely observatory at the moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Lucas tries to seem like an annoyed young adult who was dragged along constantly looking at their phone. <laughs> uh, Qu Quincy's like getting ready to play the fiddle. You pull out the fiddle and you can see some people in the crowd look like clap their hands together and are so excited. Uh, perhaps I go off by myself and uh, entertain and the lot of you dip out. That sounds good to me. 
I want to go try to find if I can see where um, right. where we saw Mark's car. Quincy uh, will go off by themselves, and they won't let you. Uh, we'll try and lead this group of cultists. You know, they're going to meet all of you. They've seen you. They're not going to let uh, people like scatter before they've had a chance to talk to you all. If you try to like head off in a specific direction, they're going to follow and be like, no, 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 hey, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, can uh, I try and like distract them though from everyone else? Uh, uh, I'm gonna need something like really big um, because they are. There's a lot of them. Okay. This isn't like 12 people. This is literally dozens. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe we could meet them and then slip sure. away at an opportune time. That works. Uh, <clears throat> hello, hello, uh, hello, ch- friends. Uh, this, uh, like, pretty short, uh, like, 40, 50s age, uh, uh, Asian gentleman, uh, takes a step forward, uh, amongst all of them, uh, hands out, and with great smile, and everyone here is kind of roughly doing the same thing, to say, like, uh, <clears throat> hi, welcome, welcome to our, to our humble home, uh, are, are you here to join us, or are you, like, reporters or something? I noticed your your van is uh, quite large. We are people on a spiritual pilgrimage, and we (sighs) have heard of your blessed community and wanted Mm. to see it for ourselves and maybe speak to some of you here. There is no more noble a journey than nourishing the spirit. Please, come. Uh, we, we do have some rules before you enter our, uh, community here. Uh, we don't do phones. We don't, uh, 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 let's, it's some of our people that have come to us have come with unsavory tools and we would ask that those be handed over, uh, for the protection of the community. Uh, no, sorry. If that was a, you said yeah. ask, but I think I'd prefer uh, to it, keep it. It isn't, uh, is the thing. We all abide by the same set of rules here for the safety of all and for our collective comfort. Uh, if you are going to bring those, you, you will not be allowed in. Mm, that's a sensible rule. Uh, I will uh, hand over my cowboy revolver, my uh, my beautiful, beautiful antique. Uh, this belonged to my grandfather, though, so I will be wanting it back if uh, I choose to leave. Uh, I trust that you won't separate an old traveler from their walking stick, though. Of course not. Many of us use them. Uh, and there, a person brings forward like a, a wooden box, and they look like afraid of the weapon. Like as you like pass it in, they like have their hands like way extended, uh, and so on. Uh, what about laptops? You said no phones. Mm-hmm. Uh, and any of those things. Uh, they tend to separate us from focusing on ourself and our connection with the world below us. So it, it just wouldn't do. Also, there's no like Wi-Fi and things here. We don't offer that. Uh, Quincy looks uh, kind of tickled about this and is like, yeah, Lucas, it might be good for you. <laughs> I, to I, work, I work remote. I, I need to. Yeah. Don't worry. You will be supplied with food and a warm place to stay. Plenty of care. You won't need. When If you stay with us, you won't need to work remotely or whatever it is. You work with us. Yeah, Lucas, feel connected to the universe. Touch grass. No. As the kids <laughs> say. 
no, get fucked. <laughs> then you're going to have to leave. We do not permit are these they, things inside. Are they? They're making us hand over our phones as well. I mean, they, they can't force you to do anything. But if if you want to come in, they will not allow you to bring this stuff in. So if you try to bring it in, it would have to be like really sneaky. Can we leave electronics like in the van? Or do you ask that? No, more just I, like yeah. They have not mentioned it. I think Dale's gonna slip the phone into his medic bag and try to see if he can sneak it in that way. Just the okay. phone with Whistler on it, though. Yeah, go ahead and give me an act under pressure. That is going to be a 12. 12, you do so, yeah. Uh, they clearly have tools and stuff. You see them outside a bunch of tents, so that isn't alien enough to them that they wouldn't allow it. Got you. Uh, I think Dale's going to hand over his handgun, but I don't think he's going to mention the rifle he has in the van. Okay. It, uh, Lucas, do you pass over your phone? I hand them both my guns and the knife. Again, they're like, ah! But they put them in different boxes because they don't want you to, like, drop them in and they don't want, like, a, a, a box full of guns. Uh, do you give over your phone and laptop? I put them in the car, in the van. Uh, this, like, college-age gal with pretty tightly bound series of knots and, and flowers poked through and woven into her hair uh, puts a little hand on your shoulder and says, It's okay. It's hard at first, but... These are just growing pains. Don't worry. And she heads back into the, the group. And, uh, yeah. Is everyone there for as you enter this commune unarmed? Yep. Uh, yeah. Is this Lee asking or? Yes. Okay. This is Lee asking. I mean, officially, no. Quincy has their walking stick. True. Bigfoot still has my knife, so. Okay. I just have natural attacks, so. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone else otherwise unarmed as they enter this place? If stuff is in the van, that's fine. Uh, but, yeah. I I whisper over to Dale. I'm, I'm dead in the water. I'm of no use to you guys. Hey, don't say that. You're great. I, you gotta I believe can't. in yourself, Lucas. I, I can't do magic. So? I, I can't blackmail people. You just need a mouth to blackmail, don't you? I have... Come on, let's do an analog. I don't do analog. Uh, a couple people from uh, the Grove come over and, like, take your arms in that sort of, like, let's walk together away. Uh, and uh, notably separate you. Not, like, in large amounts, but there's just, like... Uh, Person, you, person, you, person, you, if that makes sense. Uh, Don't touch me! <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, the same, the same uh, gal says, it's okay. It's okay. We'll meet you where you are. Just walk. And just know that we're here if you need it. And uh, 
I was a lot like that when I first came here. But now I couldn't see it any other way. I hated to be touched, and now I wake up every day holding someone lovingly. It's wonderful, I promise. And they walk you forward. As you approach the this like great weeping willow. And as you get closer, you experience this sensation of like genuine acceptance. Like these people aren't uh they, they like ask you little questions. If you don't answer, that's fine. Uh they don't like press anything. Um they compliment you. They they tell you that they love your hair, they love that you've colored it, it suits you, that sort of thing. And uh as you uh approach you see this uh, one woman who is wearing like a uh, like a robe, but it's more like a what they call it, like a muumu, like that sort of thing. Like it's not it's not culty at all. It has like you know patterns and flowers and stuff on it. I mean, it's a little culty. It's a little culty because yeah. Um, but she's got this like auburn hair that's like really curly. It's it's huge, uh, right? She's she's pretty pale. She's got green eyes. Um, and she, she turns to you with this wide, welcome, it's a pleasure to meet you all, so happy to have you around. My name is Dolly, and I lead the Grove. Where they may radio.